R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. Top of the morning to all at the bottom of the hour. We do it every week. And we're pretty good at it. Get to talk to Clarence Hill Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Here he sits. Welcome aboard, sir. Uh, a fine Tuesday to you. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? How you doing? Oh Can we go back and revisit all the stuff in California and talk about Dak Prescott now? <laughs> Ooh, is that how we start the show? Is receipts. that how we start it? These are receipts, as they're I'm known just, in the business. Not. Nah. <laughs> hey, uh, the game last night, Clarence, before we get into the Cowboys, did it make you more mad at Sark? If Sark just keeps running the ball, you see what would have happened. Well, I mean, we had the running backs had two fumbles. I think it, it just showed you that they missed Jonathan Brooks. I mean, Jonathan Brooks mm-hmm. was, was the best running back, and certainly he, he was a difference maker. But what's also true, and I've said it last week, you know, the Texas had no pass rush. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. how do you affect the quarterback? I mean, everybody's, you know, all my friends were talking about the secondary, and I'm saying they never got heat on the quarterback. And last night, he, Penix was never comfortable. You know, they got heat on, often they did it with four, but they got into the backfield, even the interior guy, but the edge rushers, everybody got into the backfield. Uh, that made a huge difference. It was the defense that set the tone. Certainly those running backs were special, and they did, you know, uh, did a lot in the running game and made it easier because the quarterback didn't have to make any plays and you had to, you know should have run more for sure shouldn't have fumbled the ball for sure but again first down 11 yard line you got four shots get in your bag Sark. come on <laughs> <laughs> hey he had a bag they'd just been scripted a week prior uh your best friend your best friend dan ovlosky went on television last night talking about how green bay gonna give gonna give the cowboys a lot of problems because of what matt lafleur and that offense does I know y'all agree on everything. Do you agree with him on that? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I respect Green Bay's offense and what they've done. And, right. and certainly they have a, you know, the, the quarterback, I think, has, has been playing well. And he's accurate and he makes plays. He's got good big receivers. Uh, and they have a running game. You know, and, you know, we all know that the, the Cowboys have struggled against the run. But so I don't think it should be, it's going to be easy. Uh, but the 12 and 5 Cowboys are at home. You know, and, and that was important. I mean, it, it's it's interesting. You know, so much talk over the last month, uh, losing at Buffalo, losing Miami, and they have to be road warriors. They they haven't won on the road. We've, we've been everybody been hand wringing about what are they going to do on the road. And lo and behold, the, you know, the Eagles. You know, as we were, were frauds, and we've we've talked about they they were living on borrowed time, that they were just didn't look as good as their record, and they, you know, lost out. And the Cowboys are division champs, and now they have a chance to. Uh, have two home games, and the Cowboys just play the best football at home. And certainly the the Packers' offense is going to get the Cowboys' defense trouble. But who's stopping CD and Dak right now? That's Clarence Hill Who Jr. Who's going that duo? And, and that's really the question. You know, as we came into the show, Rudy asked – well, I asked Rudy a question. Um, what's different about the Cowboys this year uh, than others right. that would lead you to believe that anything different will happen – in the playoffs, what's different this year? You know, you know, I, I, you know, asked that, that that question. I said, you know, everybody's you guys are a great regular season. We talked in training camp. Everybody's talking in training camp. It don't matter what the Cowboys do in the regular season. Everybody's on question. What are they going to do in the playoffs? Because that that's the Achilles heel. That's the elephant in the room, so to speak. Is that can they get it done in the playoffs? They've had you know home uh, a playoff game two years ago against San Francisco. They didn't show up. Certainly, 
Last year, uh, they didn't have any home playoff games, but they, but you know, they sort of laid an egg in San Francisco. Uh, what's different about this team this year? Dak Prescott's confidence is on another level. I mean, he is playing lights out football right now. He's very confident in what he's doing. You don't see any hesitation. Uh, just, just watch the swagger that just everything he's done. I think it's different this year. It's different than it's been in the past. He's been confident in the past before, but there's, there's no hesitation. Uh, he, he doesn't blink if he has an interception. Uh, he's playing great football and, 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 and he and CD again, CD has, has the best year ever by a Cowboys receiver. You know, we asked Jaron Kurtz that yesterday. You know, we talked to him off on the, uh, on a conference call yesterday. He said the thing that gives him hope is Dak and CD. What are y'all hearing about Gilmore? And they, they, I mean, when somebody's shoulder comes out of place, I don't, I don't take that lightly. But I know McCarthy came to the podium after the game and said uh, he said he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, they, they got good news. Uh, you know, there's no structural damage. You know, the MRI, uh, he, it popped out and popped back in. And CD says good. I mean, I CD, but Gilmore said he was gonna play. And for all indication, when we talked to. McCarthy yesterday, he looks good, you know, and, and we'll see. They, they feel good about him playing this weekend. So you, you need to get more out there for sure. That, that, that's a big, um, big uh, part of good news for the Cowboys that, that it wasn't more serious than what it was. And, again, uh, both everybody believes he'll be ready to go this weekend. Was anything we saw against the Commanders uh, fool's gold? Well, it was the Commanders, first of all, right? <laughs> well, I mean, they ran no, the ball right. well. We saw, and I saw an offensive line that was had well, some backups, they ran but the ball well with, with backup t- guards against the best part of the Washington team. Those those two big defensive tackles. So you that know, was good. They, okay, anything, right? So that that's good. I don't know if that's fool though, because you're going to get Tyler Smith back. What you like? Are we? You know, what you what you saw from those guys? Yeah, that, that's the yeah, he had panophysitis. You know, and, and the, the plan is, and they believe he'll be good to go. He was listed as limited in practice on yesterday. We don't even have practice, but uh, they feel good about him, him returning. And, and, and Tyron is, you know, has his back together, I guess, and he looks good. I mean, uh, you know what's fool's goal? Your kicker missed, uh, <laughs> got a blocked field goal and missed the extra point. That don't happen, right? No. Not in Washington, we don't have, they don't have kicker issues in Washington, do they? No, I don't think they do. Hey, hey! Remember last year? Last year's don't say, don't do it. Start, start getting the yips. Don't do it. Hey, Clarence, like you know, it's it's like when I when I listen to the media, I don't know why I do. It's like Lamar Jackson is the runaway MVP, but other than the, I mean, he has eight hundred and twenty-one rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns, but Dak has almost a thousand more passing yards. He has twelve more touchdowns. And only two more interceptions on the number three offense in the league. How is it Lamar Jackson runaway? And there's only a game separating them in the win loss column. How is it just Lamar Jackson no, runaway? It, it, it's Buffalo, San Francisco, with Miami. Okay, those and, three and wins. You, and again, I, it, those, well, those three losses over the Cowboys. Oh, gotcha. But, uh, but but you know, I hear you. And 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 you, if you stack the numbers up side by side, Dak Prescott has better numbers than Lamar. You know, just, just, just be honest about it. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, and you want to be real about it, Lamar has the best defense in the league. Uh, Dak is asked to do more. He has a better running game. Uh, Dak is asked to do more and has done more. But, you know, I'm, you know, again, I, I've defended Dak all, you know, all year, but defended him since, since last season. 
you, you got you got to win. And and what what Lamar did to beat San Francisco the way they did in Miami back, in back to back weeks was was so impressive. And Dak really had a chance to have his MVP moment in Miami when he drove the ball down the field and let the two put him in the lead, but the defense gave it up. You know, it allowed them to come down and and and, and, and get the field goal to win the game. But um, yeah, it's we, it, it's a good conversation to have, but it's not one you're going to win because Lamar has already been crowned the MVP for what they've done and and with a new offense and, and their record and the way they beat San Francisco and Miami and living up to his contract. Yeah, it's a rare I, I thing. That. Yeah, but Fair. again, but again, you know, the, the thing about it is, is that. The same thing we've said about Dak in, in, in the playoffs. You can say the same thing about Lamar. He hasn't, they haven't won in the playoffs. Truth, truth. You know, there, there's still a question about, you know, how, how they play and what they're going to do and how they can perform in the playoffs. You know, so, you know, that that's still out there for him. But, you know, again, the numbers suggest that Dak is certainly a viable candidate and, and probably had a better season than Lamar, but we're, we're not going to win that argument today. Hey, Clarence, you starting stuff. You done got Jerry in, in a situation where now he's got to come on 105-3 to fan today oh, and defend McCarthy because Sunday after the win, you asked him, and he said, quote, we'll decide on Mike McCarthy after how we see each playoff game goes. And then today, this morning, you tweeted, Jerry expected <laughs> to fully back Mike McCarthy today when he goes on the fan. Like, what, what, why are you starting stuff? You know how Jerry is after wins, man. You know, it's funny. I've been deciding for Jerry since 1997. So <laughs> McCarthy and the Cowboys PR all been out of shape because of that tweet. Really? I, I had about Jerry. I mean, he was asked after the game about Mike McCarthy's security because there's uh, so much been going around about. You know, we, we've been talking about that since, since the offseason. You know, they have to win. They got to do right. something. But certainly there have been a lot of reports this weekend about, you know, if the Cowboys don't win, you know, Adam Schefter had it, Peter King had it, a couple other guys, Cowboys don't win, they could, you know, make a change if, if they go one and done in the playoffs. And that's been out there. Everybody understands that. Uh, Jerry was asked about Mike McCarthy's uh, job tenure and, and security, and he talked, he spoke about, you know, he's had a great season, his record speaks for itself, yada, yada, yada. We got a lot of games going to playoffs, a lot of games left, but we'll see how it goes. And you tweeted it. And they, yeah. So he well, said it, but you tweeted it, and they got mad at you? Come on. Why does he reported. say things like that, Clarence? Why? Why? He's not foolish. Jerry knows what he's doing. I mean, it, it's, it's ridiculous, you know. Um, but they said, well, I should, you should have put the whole quote in high, high <laughs> praise him. He answered the question in the last sentence. And all the other stuff was just filler. Well said. You know, the, the answer to the question about the future was, we'll see how each game goes. That's what he said. All the other stuff about his record speaks for itself has nothing to do with the question. Okay? And so they're mad because I didn't tweet the whole answer or whatever else. I got the national media in the outrage. And it, 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 that's, that was Jerry. Because, listen, Jerry likes doing this. He knows what's on the line. I remember in 2016 when you got a rookie quarterback that won, was 13-3 mm-hmm. and three or whatever else. He was... After every game, talking about, you know, I dream of a day that Romo's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's really. You know, he, you know he, he does that sort of thing because he likes to drive the scenarios and all that other stuff. And, you know, and, 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 and that was even before. And we, we've talked about the Dan Quinn stuff. How he loves Dan Quinn and didn't want to let Dan Quinn. And, and it was Jerry who evoked the possibility of Dan Quinn being the Cowboys coach two years ago. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he he started the whole thing himself, and now the fact that Dan Quinn is on the you know being uh, one, one of the hot coaching candidates again, and the Commanders and Panthers and Chargers have all requested permission to speak, speak to Dan Quinn. Well, what if the Cowboys do go one and done? You gonna let you gonna let somebody else take Dan Quinn, the guy's been the apple of your eye? You know, Clarence, I want to ask you about Dan Quinn and his defense real quick. And this is kind of a scheme thing. Um, we know what Dan Quinn's defense is. They uh, play a lot of man. I look at what Green Bay does. They're pretty good against man. Is, do you expect this strength on strength that Dan's going to just do what they do? Or is there going to be any kind of adjustment that's going to get a team that uh, Jordan Love has 23 passing touchdowns, one interception against man coverage this year? It, it, it seems like an obvious place to attack or to at least know what's coming. Well, you know, the, the key, again, as I go back to the Texas game, is rushing cover. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you can, you can, you know, the t- Cowboys have a huge, big pass rush. It helps you out in man coverage, you know, and the man coverage helps you out get to the quarterback. Uh, but yeah, he, has he faced a, a pass defense as good as the Cowboys? You know, has he faced a right. team that, that gets to the quarterback and covers in the back end like the Cowboys? I, uh, you know, that's the question, you know, but certainly that's their strength and they've done a great job with that with, with those big receivers and explosive receivers. But, you know, this Cowboys secondary is pretty good and, and, and Michael Parson, those guys know how to get to the quarterback and, and that's, that's what the Cowboys do. You know, but, but we've, we've talked all season. The key for the Cowboys is setting the tone offense, getting the head so they can get after the quarterback. Hey, Clarence, uh, then again, I far be it for, I'll take shot to the Cowboys when they deserve it. But at this point, it is getting bad with the Micah situation, and I hope this week in his pod he leaves the refs alone because it's, it's at this point it's almost comical, some of the holdings that he's not being called for. And, and, and again, if you, refs are human. We've seen it in every sport. You get on the wrong side of any official in any sport, they can't make your life a living hell, and at this point it's comical some of the calls he's not getting. I don't think he's really ripped the refs. He's only pointing out the flags he got. We've talked to Mike about that. You know, we actually talked about it last week, and we asked him if the league has even said, come to him about some of the things he said. He said, no, if you look at his tweets, you know, he's complaining about not getting the flag, but he's not necessarily come out and ripped the refs and, you know, called them out of their names. And, you know, he just talked True. about what can I do to get a flag, but he's not ripped anybody. You know, he hasn't called anybody out personally. He has not said the refs are bad or anything like that. He only pointed out his situation, and you know, you know, it's been an issue across, you know, the league. I mean, you know, you know, T.J. Watt. A lot of guys all, all complain about not not getting enough calls. Certainly, it's a highlight with Michael because he's so good and he gets to the quarterback like nobody's business. But um, you know, hopefully, they get some flags. But I don't think it's a situation where refs are are picking on him or not picking on him, not giving him calls now because he's complained about not getting calls. It's just okay. how the game goes. They just miss obvious stuff. I mean, it's like, you know, Washington had no penalties against Texas and they got a million penalties against Michigan. <laughs> you know, I'm still hurt. I'm still, it always goes back to that, right? <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> he's Clarence Hill Jr. Make sure you type that in and you'll find him on the X threads. Uh, when you look at what the Cowboys do well and don't do well in the playoffs, you know, one of the things that keeps sticking in my brain is, you know, pre-snap penalties and those kind of dumb things that have gotten them trouble in the past. Uh, do you expect any kind of advanced pressure on that? A little bit of discussion on the the sidebar things, the clock management, the uh, the, the officiating, I mean, or you know, the penalties that they can control. Is there any extra 
application on this? They've been talking about it all season. You know, just you know the the you know shoot the Detroit game. Yet you know, Mike had to he jumped on sides on the uh, the, the yeah. second two point conversion. I mean, yeah. You know, um, I, I think the Cowboys are just living with some of their frailties. You know, and that that that's part of it. And and it has not stopped them from getting the twelve wins and a twelve and five and. And as long as it's you Sam Williams not running to the punter or you got any stupid um, late hit calls or personal foul calls, you know, they're going to live with some of that other stuff because it helps them get to the quarterback. Who you won the division around? Because we can fluff and all this we want. Uh, they're going to yeah. beat Green Bay. Who you won the division around, Clarence, before we get you out of here? You're going to get either the Rams or you're going to get Detroit. And who, who would be well, your you preference? Want? Who you prefer? Uh... I think they'd rather get the Rams. I mean, they've beaten the Rams. They've beaten the Rams by 20 this year. And, and certainly Detroit's probably going to come in with a lot of piss and vinegar over what happened last time. <laughs> yeah, true that, true that. <laughs> you know, but but again, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm, but I'm with the Cowboys. And, and you know, Dak has talked about it. Run your own race, take care of your business. They're at home. I think they're confident when they're at home against anyone. Full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is Clarence Hill, Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Thanks for stopping by, man. It's always a pleasure. All right. Thank you, guys.